Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Got some breaking news uh, to tell you about. Of course, we've got a million things to tell you about, but something uh, breaking. Uh, it's just look for your oil prices, your <laughs> gas prices. Yeah, to go up very soon. <laughs> Something serious. Normally, it's yep. just like a butterfly that has flatulence within 100 miles of like a oil mm. refinery. Mm-hmm. But no, I got serious stuff going on today. Or some Saudi Arabian had the stomach flu, so <laughs> yes. goes up 30. <laughs> percent This is a little little bigger deal than that. We'll tell you about it uh, coming up here. Glenn and Tanya launched Real Estate Agents I Trust dot com for a really simple reason to help you because they had been so frustrated trying to sell homes. And one in particular in Connecticut that they just just sat there for two and a half years and then they lost all kinds of money on it. You don't want that to happen to you. If you're relocating, you have to sell and buy. And that's a tough process. So you need realtors who are experienced. They know what they're doing. They do it full time. And they have a really good, successful track record. They know the market. They know how to help you figure out where to price your home. Um, And they're fans of the show. So... You're going to have a lot in common with them right from the beginning, which is really nice when you're spending that much time with somebody. Um, go to realestateagentsitrust.com. We'll introduce you to the best agent in your area. Realestateagentsitrust.com. At Gray Unleashed. A couple of oil tankers have been attacked in the Persian Gulf. Great. Uh, I love the first line of this. Two oil tankers were hit in suspected attacks. <laughs> okay, they were they, they were both uh, attacked with explosive devices, maybe even torpedoes. And <sighs> I think we're beyond suspected attack. I think the attack <laughs> Wait a minute. is pretty obvious. You're telling me that there aren't these rogue... Mm-hmm. Torpedoes just floating around no. up there? Just Mm-mm. Not huh. as a rule, no. <laughs> Jeez. So that sends oil as much as 4% higher a month after four other tankers were damaged. Um, oh, okay, that's why. Limpet, they're putting mines in the, in the water. Somebody apparently is, is mining the Gulf. Oh. <sighs> Great. Ben, Which is also ben. an attack, by the way. That's not suspected. Mm-hmm. So yeah, gas already been going up. Yeah, uh, like it went up twenty cents overnight a couple of nights ago. And uh, watch for that to happen again. And here we at go. At least. And then you got summertime. You know, they jack up the cost with the right summer blends. Right. Especially in California, where they've got I think nineteen different blends. They got to stop doing that. Uh, Front Altair, the big uh, tanker, is on fire and adrift, suspected of being hit by a torpedo, while the hull of Kokuka Courageous has been damaged. Crews have been safely evacuated, fortunately. The UK Maritime Trade Operations, which is part of the Royal Navy, earlier warned of an unspecified incident, urged extreme caution. Uh, U.S. Navy, part of the Fifth Fleet, responded. Um, and because they've been receiving these distress calls. Uh, so things are heating up. Start getting oil tankers attacked. That just that hits us where we live. Right in trying to, you know, do your monthly bills. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and with summer travel uh, kicking into gear, could it be a worse time for this? Sucks. Apparently, whoever did that didn't take that into consideration. Yeah, they didn't say, hey. Pretty inconsiderate of them. Let's wait until it's uh, a- When would be a convenient time for us to launch 
our torpedoes at your oil tankers. <laughs> Not this year. I know that. <laughs> okay? let's, let's table that. <laughs> yeah, we'll okay. table that. But I promise we'll get together and discuss this really soon. Really, really super soon. With some torpedoes of our own. <laughs> no? uh, meanwhile, 550 a- Africans from Ebola plagued areas have been caught in Texas. I think we briefly mentioned this yesterday, and then they were released into San Antonio. But here's the new and exciting information about that. They're absolutely not being screened or quarantined. No, no. See, no. How is that happening? And why? How and why does that happen? If we have an Ebola outbreak in Texas, that's on the government for sheer unadulterated negligence i think it'd be the same way that measles but that's just my theory by the way we're getting uh, more measles uh, coming across the board oh, as well okay. so <laughs> thank you for reminding me of that oh, no. yeah it's not just ebola ebola this is in the congo this is the worst ebola outbreak ever and you're not even hearing much about ever it. No, no nobody's talking about it so they they caught 101 people from uh Angola, six from Cameroon, one from Gabon, one from Niger, 130 from the Republic of Congo, and 314 from the Democratic Republic of Congo. That's so something like 550 people. And we don't know if they have Ebola. We don't know if they've been exposed to the virus. When you go to the doctor, you have to you have to answer a dumb question about whether or not you've been to a West African nation yep. in the last six months before they'll treat you. Mm-hmm. But we have no problem setting West Africans free into Texas, not knowing if they've contracted Ebola. <laughs> that is mindless. It is it's negligence. There you go. That's the word. Yeah. Heads have to they need to roll. Over that, why are you not screening them? Why are you not quarantining them? Why are you allowing them to be released into Texas and then wherever they want to go? The story yesterday said they're going to be busing them wherever they wanted to go. Wow, I want a free Excuse ticket me? to wherever I want to go. Yeah, right. <laughs> Sorry, you got to renounce your citizenship. Oh. Uh, go to Mexico okay. and then cross the border illegally. Then you can get all these great benefits. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy as one, two, three. Yeah. Uh, okay. In the Democratic Republic of Congo, which don't confuse that with the Republic of Congo, completely different place. Oh, they're two, two different, two different places. Oh, that's confusing mm-hmm. when they meet on the soccer pitch. Yeah, I know. I mean, how do you announce that game? <laughs> soccer pitch. Why do they call that a pitch instead of a field? Right. I've never understood that. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, they're experiencing the worst Ebola outbreak ever. Uh, as of June 4th. So this was a week ago. Uh, there were a total of 2,025 confirmed cases of Ebola, and 1,357 of those people died. It's got, what, 55, 60% uh, death rate? Yeah, but at least it's in a, in a country that, you know, has got a grip on its society. It's not like a terrorist right. organization, re- you know, that is... So you can rest easy. Right. Exactly. That, that wants to take over the world and kill everyone that doesn't agree with them. At least at least they're not in control of any areas like Yeah, the this. ISIS. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, they are? Are they? Yeah, the okay. ISIS. ISIS is uh, in the Ebola uh, areas. Um, where, where is that story? Oh, that's not ISIS. over there. That's nah, not over there? No. Yeah, ISIS is messing around in that area, too. So mm-hmm. you've got terrorists. You've got uh, one of the worst diseases on the planet. Um, you've got 
them migrating to the United States of America. And why do I just sense that they will try to weaponize this <laughs> if they have access to it? Of course they would. Oh, I uh, think they'd do that in a heartbeat, yeah. But in addition to Ebola, the DRC, the Democratic Republic of Congo, not the Republic of Congo, never confuse <laughs> those two. Pisses me off when people confuse them. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking tell. the DRC here. Uh-huh, not okay. the ROC. No. They're experiencing uh, also, in addition to the Ebola, 87,000 cases of measles. 1,500 of those people have died. Wow. Angola and Cameroon uh, are also experiencing measles outbreaks. So there's nothing to worry about here. Uh, Nothing to see here. Break it up. Break it up, everybody. (laughs) So overall, a record record 20,274 illegals have been apprehended in Texas in the last seven days, which is a pace of over a million just in the state of Texas this year. Wow. The the highest amount of uh, migrants are coming from Honduras. Of course, 38% of all illegal immigrants right now caught in Texas have come from Honduras. (laughs) I think Honduras should be challenged, perhaps. Uh Uh, um, Maybe cajoled a little bit. Maybe pushed. Uh, maybe invaded so that they fixed their stinking country. Well, Trump made the agreement with Mexico. Make, I know. Make one with Honduras. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yes, we should stop aid to Honduras until they get a grip on their situation. We should stop trading with them, everything. Mm. Yeah. Wow. <sighs> really bad. I mean, so even if you don't care, well, they're just good, hard, hardworking, uh, decent family people. That's what's okay. That's all. It's just looking for work. Mm. Yeah, well, they might have Ebola. Well, yeah, but Americans have gotten Ebola. (laughs) 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 Touche. Okay, yeah, you're right. Just let them come in. Ollie, Ollie, I'll come free. In fact, let's just build a bridge from here to West Africa, and uh, we'll we'll let them walk directly over the bridge and come here without uh, any questions. No questions asked. Just come on in. Spread whatever disease you have. Uh, yeah, and, and just heads mm. up, Honduras, um, I see that you're a part of uh, CAFTA, the U.S.-Central America Free Trade Agreement. Oh. That sounds mm-hmm. right in the wheelhouse of Trump to be like, we're going to kick him out of CAFTA. I mean, you could t- mm-hmm. look at this. Look at billions of dollars in trade between the U.S. and going into Honduras every yeah. year. Well, trade and aid. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was just looking at the trade. Um, God only knows how much aid we're sending them. Plenty. Plenty. Didn't we just? I think we just threatened to cut off a certain amount of money to them. Did we? I didn't uh, yeah, three hundred million or five hundred million, something to that effect. I forget the exact figure. Okay. Uh, uh, but those things are always threatened, and then I don't. I don't know if we followed through or not. Well, this web page. It is madness. Not loading properly, but uh, you know when you do the search there, it said something yeah. like uh, five hundred eighteen million. We send down. That there? sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. That we send to Honduras. Mm-hmm. Why? Because we're. Uh, we're just really good people. But they're coming here and to get the aid. It. So why do we have to send it there? I know. <laughs> I mean, it seems like we can cut out the middleman here. Yeah, kind of a waste, isn't it? Of course, that aid, you think, is going to be used for the betterment of their country. And then, you know, the thought process is not only are we doing that to be charitable, we're, but we're also doing it to encourage them to fix the problems in their country so that the people can stay there. And don't have to 
flee and come here illegally. But, of course, that's that's all hateful rhetoric. That's, it sure is. Yeah, you can't have any of that. I'm glad you realized that on your own. I don't yeah. want to have to call you out and embarrass you on your own show. Thank you. Right. Hater make hate mm-hmm. face. Sure. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just unbelievable, win, man. man. Unbelievable. Um, 888-900-3393. And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Also, the most peaceful nations on Earth list has been released. And, of course... Uh, We're number one, right? <laughs> number one most peaceful. I mean, yeah. it's going to be a beautiful yeah, day yeah. here in Texas. I'm going to uh-huh. be able to move around freely um, right. without being accosted by a right. government agent. You would think freedom would count for something, wouldn't you? No, uh-uh. according to the Global Peace Index, okay. I believe this is another uh, UN thing. So if it comes from the UN, <laughs> you, know. you know we don't look good. Yes. We are 128th on the list. <laughs> How many countries are on this list? Uh, 140. No. No, no, no. No, no. no. Like 170 or 180. I have that here see. somewhere. 163. Okay. We're 128 out of 163. Out of 163, so we're 128. Woo! We're 128. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a chant you normally hear. No. Uh, but it's not as catchy as stuff you've come no. up with in the past, <laughs> no, I'll say. It's, it's not. not your greatest effort. It's not. Here's the great thing, though. This, of course, is based on factors ranging from rates of homicide and incarceration. Okay, if you put your criminals in jail, I guess that's not peaceful. <laughs> uh, to the presence of small arms. So if oh, you're come right, off it. if you're a gun-owning nation, of course, you're not peaceful. <laughs> Also, military expenditures, and of course, we spend the most on our military of <laughs> to, to anybody keep the in the peace. world. Right. To keep the peace. Exactly. It's the same reason we have firearms in our possession as citizens. Yep. Oh, sweet Lord. Then you got ongoing conflicts. Of course, we've got that. Terrorism, a little bit of that. The overall economic impact of violence and even climate change taken into effect account. <laughs> <laughs> the dumbest thing I've ever heard. So stupid. So, the number one country, most peaceful place on Earth, mm-hmm. is Iceland. Yeah, of course. What, I mean, what do they have to be non-peaceful about? Nobody wants their stupid Nobody's country. Gonna Nobody's going to attack Iceland. You got nothing them. we want, man. They don't need to have a military. Um, <laughs> what are you going to do? We looked this up. There was like a couple dozen guys that yeah. hang out at the back of a bar. That's, <laughs> yes. that's their armed forces? Yes. They're, they're mall cops slash military personnel. They've got like one helicopter. <laughs> hey, whose turn is it to fly this weekend? So New Zealand <laughs> is in second place. Again, you know, clear out there by themselves, mm-hmm. all alone, nothing going on. And what are some of the uh, least peaceful nations, like the bottom of the barrel, if you will? Well, of course, you're going to be uh, headed towards Afghanistan <laughs> and Zanzibar. Uh-huh. Afghanistan, least peaceful nation on earth. Syria is the runner-up. Okay. Followed by South Jordan. Okay. Yemen. Okay. Iraq, Somalia, Central African Republic, Mm -hmm. Libya. Oh, good. The Democratic Republic of the Congo. Wow, they're made... These two countries have made two appearances in one segment on this radio show? That's awesome. That's how well they're doing. (laughs) And Russia, uh, round up the bottom ten. I would say uh, that uh, the vast majority of these, of these countries here have something in common. Hmm. Don't know what that could be. <laughs> <clears throat> no, I, I don't even know to what you're referring. So I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna hazard a guess at it. Sure, uh, you that's don't. just so outrageous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. So it goes: Iceland, mm-hmm. the most peaceful place on earth; New Zealand, 
followed by Portugal, Austria, Denmark, Canada. Yeah, I mean, they've got us to protect them. Nobody wants Canada to invade. Singapore, Slovenia, uh, Japan, and Czech Republic round out the top 10. And again, we're 128. (laughs) Okay. All right. I love these lists the UN comes up with. Uh, Fabulous for us every single time. If you'd like to see some of these places on Earth, here's a really good chance to do it. Uh, Cruising the Eastern Mediterranean next spring. You've got some time to plan for this, and it's going to be worth planning for. Uh, Glenn will be on that cruise, as will Bill O'Reilly, Stu, David Barton, Rabbi Lapid, possibly me, uh, on a 14-day adventure next spring, sailing in the Eastern Mediterranean. You'll visit Italy, like Venice, which is, man, that is a dream of mine. Croatia, Jerusalem, Athens. I mean, just every, just about every place you can imagine uh, that has a lot of history in it and is really beautiful and exotic and worth exploring, you're going to be there. Bring your kids or your grandkids to share this incredible experience with them. And show them how this region of the world inspired our Constitution and, and founders to create the grand experiment we call America. Visit ComeSailAway.com to learn all the details and uh, check out the different packages that are available. ComeSailAway.com It's Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blakes. And welcome to it. Great to have you with us. 888-933-93. So here we go. We told you yesterday about the big... Uh, the big soccer, soccer win for our women's team. Yeah, 13 to nothing over Thailand. One of, one of the worst beatings of all time in World Cup competition. <laughs> so now, of course, <clears throat> all the hand-wringing about, why did you score so many points? <gasps> why did you celebrate your goals? Mm-hmm. That is so wrong of you to do. Shut up. It's despicable. Yeah, if I scored a goal in World Cup action, whether it was the Are first you gonna goal celebrate? or the thirteenth goal, yeah, you don't care. You be excited. Come on, I'm sorry that we're better than you. Get over it. Try harder. <laughs> so, uh, Kaylin Kyle, who is a former t- uh, Canadian team member, uh, said they're the number one team in the world, and for me, I'm disgusted. Honestly. Yeah, shut up. Wait, because we're number one? No, because we, they celebrated. So what? If we they were... celebrated their victory, and the number one team in the world shouldn't celebrate victories, so if I we guess. Were the, if we were the worst team in the tournament and this happened, are she, are, would they be fine with us celebrating? No, no not if you beat them 13 to nothing. We're America. Sorry. She said, as a Canadian, we would just never think of doing something like that. Well, yeah, you wouldn't think of doing something like that because Canada would never be in a position to do something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Yep. She continued, for me, it's disrespectful. It's disgraceful. Then after saying that, she claimed she got death threats. Ah, stop it. I don't believe that. Um, but if you're at this level of competition, first of all, there's a goal differential. So the more goals That's you right. score in World Cup competitions, yes. the better your chance of advancing. Mm-hmm. So it. It, you should pour it on because if you don't, somebody else might have more points than you because of the goals they've scored, and you're eliminated. I swear, if they make it to the next round mm-hmm. by this tiebreaker by goals, right? Then, then, then people like this better apologize. 
Absolutely. They, they won't, but they, they, they should come back and go, they you know should, what? They should anyway, because yeah. they know that that's part of the equation to advance in World Cup. There is a goal differential uh, tiebreaker situation. Think of that. Idiots. Secondly, stop the BS at this level. I mean, this is the World Cup. It's not like Thailand is the 400th ranked team in the world. They're 34th. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's the number one team versus the 34th team in the world. If you don't like the beating you're taking, get off the field. Yeah, and, and you know, invite less teams to your month-long mm-hmm. tournament anyway if you don't want this kind of disparity in competition. And if you're Thailand and you're crying about this, and they did, uh, go back home to Thailand and have your mommy, your, your mommy cook up some delicious pad thai for you. <laughs> and then take a little nappy. Is that, is that yummy? And then, pad yeah, yeah, pad thai is nummy. Oh, I like it. Okay. It's yummy and nummy. <laughs> <laughs> Just... I, it's hard to take uh, this whole. You scored too many points. And you made him feel bad. Shut up. When the goal of a sport is to stop scoring points, I'll agree with you. But when the goal is to score points, why would you ever change that goal? I, I don't care if it's baseball, football, basketball, soccer, hockey, whatever it is. You keep trying to do what you're supposed to do in the game because that's the point of it. Yeah, if you don't like that many goals being scored on your team, then you should probably come into the tournament with a better goalie, is <laughs> yes. a thought. That's, um, that is a thought. And, and I don't know how many goalies they used in that game. I don't know how many are on their roster. But they couldn't stop a thing. But I'm sorry that they all suck, apparently, and it's not our problem. It would be yours, Thailand. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, you feel kind of bad for them, but they'll learn yeah. from this. <laughs> They'll they'll learn. They all wept after the game. Okay, we'll suck it up and try to do better next time. Mm -hmm. Or don't come to the World Cup and play the United States of America. Yeah, you should have had a better draw. That's on you. (laughs) (laughs) They have three goalies on the uh, Thailand women's uh, football Uh uh, roster. Did all the three of them well, play? I, I don't know if they all did, but uh, I'm just saying they had options. Yeah, I think I would have, after the, I don't know, fifth or sixth goal, mm-hmm. I think I'm switching goalies. And I contend that if all three of their goalies had been in, in, in net for them uh, during that game, we still would have won. <laughs> still would have beaten them. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, the only problem with, with uh, the women's soccer team, of course, is that, uh, what's her name, Rapid? Yeah, Rapid she's Hall. ruining it. Yeah, she's... She's ign- making this hard to... Root for the team. She's ignoring the national anthem and yeah, being disrespectful. She hates the country or something. No, I, she's she thinks is getting at Trump by mm-hmm. doing this. She's making a statement to Trump. Yeah, Trump is not the flag. I'm sure Trump he cares. is not the national anthem. Mm-hmm. It's pathetic. Uh, all right, Logan in Oklahoma, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hey, Pat. How are hey, you doing? Doing good. Uh, and I am concerned. Okay. Uh, truly concerned. Yeah. That's that's very sweet of you. <laughs> Hey, about Iceland and the UN peaceful nation garbage. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm an Air Force dude, uh, pilot type, and uh, how Iceland gets around that issue, they because part of the European Union agreement is they have to have air defense, mm-hmm. uh, so Russia can't take over. Um, so every six weeks, they just pay a different country to come take care of them because they're not they don't got enough stomach to <laughs> handle their own dirty work. So for six weeks at a time, they'll take uh, like for instance, when I did it, we had. Lake and Heath uh, F-15s go out, and uh, we took Mildenhall tankers from uh, England. Mm-hmm. We got guys stationed over there protecting them, too, still, which, you know. Unbelievable. Uh, so six weeks we go out, we police the airspace, we make sure the Russians aren't 
you know, taking over. Right. So they just don't have the stomach to do their own dirty work, which is why they're so peaceful. <laughs> it's a great point. Thanks a lot, Logan. Appreciate it. And then they're rewarded by the UN for that because we're taking care of, well, we're actually taking care of everybody on the wor- in the world pretty much, um, except for Russia and China. Um, so, yeah, it's it's a little bit easier to be considered peaceful if you don't need a military or you don't need to everybody else can protect you from the big bad wolf it's uh it's pathetic triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three and at pat unleashed on twitter um and we got a couple of tweets here got a couple of tweets they quite a few related to the uh, peaceful peaceful uh ranking list there. brent out of shape tweets uh pat your we're 128 chant belongs on a college campus <laughs> at a conservative speakers event uh, from DMXDM. I'm guessing we're also financially supporting or physically protecting at least 125 of the countries more peaceful than us. Thank you. Exactly. There it is. <laughs> yes. That's why you're at peace because you're friends with America. Yes. Sorry, Thailand. We, we weren't, we weren't friends the other day though. <laughs> <laughs> Not on the soccer pitch. No. no. No, things are brutal out there on the soccer pitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's not for the faint of heart. Isn't no. that amazing? You made the World Cup. By the way, the U.S. men did not even qualify for the World Cup in, in the men's division. So it's hard to do sometimes. And so if you made the World Cup, conceivably, you're one of the best teams in the world. And you have a shot at... You know, winning the whole thing. So you shouldn't be expected to have a lot of sympathy when you get your ass kicked. <laughs> you should <laughs> be motivated for next time. Yeah, come on. Uh, I always go back to the... There was a Green Bay-Dallas football game a few years ago. Maybe it's been a while now. And their middle linebacker, the, the Packers were crushing them. I don't remember what the score was, 50 to 14 or something. It, I mean, they were they were manhandling the Cowboys at the time. And they threw a pass late in the game. And the, the Cowboys middle linebacker, whose name I forget now, was whining about the fact that they're just piling it on. Why are they throwing the ball when they're up by 30 points? I don't know. You're getting paid $5 million a year to stop them. Wow. And yet... And yet, announcers uh, were on his side. What? Of course, sports casters were on his side. Yeah, you shouldn't be throwing the ball when you're not far ahead in the fourth quarter in an NFL football game. That's just sports sports. Whatever. Is it? These are all millionaires out there. They're paid millions of dollars a year to do their job, and their job is to stop the other team's offense. We got to get back to that mindset Mm -hmm. where, I mean... You're supposed to just throw all the incentive for your players out the window when you get ahead by a lot. Shouldn't be that way. Yeah, and this is the point I made um, recently on a thing we run on the Blaze, my two cents. It's that, you know, I raised my kids to be competitive, mm-hmm. and I didn't let them win anything. Even in the driveway, taking shots, playing hockey, shooting hoops. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry if that makes me a terrible person and a horrible parent in your mind, but you know what? My kids tried harder. They got better. And they are competitive and they excel today. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. looks like that worked. It did. 
I've told the story many times that when, in my high school when uh, when we first be, when the first when the when they first opened it up as a public school, it started out as a Catholic school that closed down. Then they reopened it as a public school, and it didn't have any seniors in the school yet. So the first year when we played our crosstown rivals, the Helena High Bengals, mm. uh, we lost fifty to nothing at halftime because there was a mercy rule, and you, uh-huh. you're fifty points ahead. It ends the game. Okay. And the game ended before the first half did. That's a little embarrassing. Mm-hmm. But you know what? It gave everybody at that school incentive to do better. And that school eventually became the best football program in the state. There you go. Winning 11 state championships in the next, I don't know, 30-some years. Take your lumps. Yep. Mm-hmm. It just, it, it helps you get better. You learn from it. All right, let me tell you about WaxRx. Um, when was the last time you had your ears professionally cleaned? Maybe you've never done that, but you don't need to because WaxRx uses a physician-developed technology that safely and effectively removes earwax buildup. Then it soothes your ears with a pH-conditioned formula. Now you can use WaxRx without a prescription. Go to uh, wax, usewaxrx.com. Use the offer code radio at checkout, and you'll get free shipping. So it's really risk-free. It's a great way to hear what's going on around you and just have your ears feel a lot better. It's usewaxrx.com, offer code radio. Pat Gray, Unleashed. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three added Pat Unleashed on Twitter. I uh, got this from Dishing Up Avocado. Now, yesterday we were talking about, uh, I don't know how it came up, Imagine Dragons. Uh, that You know, I'm not a huge fan of Imagine Dragons because all of their songs, Maybe a believer, believer, thunder, thunder, natural, natural. They're all the same. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not a big fan of that sing-songy rap sort of thing that he does. Just, mm-hmm. Even though I am Mr. Rap uh, for some reason. <laughs> Maybe because he's white. I'm just offended That's by it, it, you know. Yep. Uh, but Dishing Up addition Up Avocado says, my understanding is that when a band rips off a song, that's illegal. If I were Imagine Dragons, I would sue Imagine Dragons for plagiarizing their own songs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen to this. I mean, isn't that the same song? I do just see with a different point. word. <laughs> different word. It's the same song with a different word to chant in the hook. <laughs> natural, natural, believer, believer, radioactive, radioactive, thunder, thunder. It's the same song. He makes a good point, y'all. Triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. And it pat unleashed on Twitter. I, I love the fact that the Democrats are dragging John Dean out of mothballs. The guy from the Watergate hearings, he was he was a counsel. He was a lawyer for uh for Richard Nixon. And I remember being staying home from school being sick and turning on TV expecting to find I don't know what game shows maybe. And then those stinking Watergate hearings were on instead. Oh, see, How I hated it. And my childhood was like that with Iran-Contra. <laughs> right? Right? Ten years later, it's Iran-Contra instead. It's uh, John Dean? Really? 80-year-old John Dean. And 
the only reason they're bringing him out here is because they're trying to tie Trump to Nixon. Mm-hmm. They're trying to show you that uh, Trump is worse than Nixon because that's what John Dean is saying. This is a guy who was discredited for his part in one of the biggest scandals in American history, <laughs> and now we're supposed to just lap up everything he says? Did you want the clip, uh, Matt Gates uh, talking to John Dean um, during the hearing? Do you want to? Yeah, do we have that? We never got to that. Let's. If you guys have that ready. Um, Thank you, Mr. Chairman. I seek unanimous consent to enter into the record a December 30th, 2005 essay written by Mr. John Dean entitled George W. Bush as the new Richard Nixon, both wiretapped <laughs> illegally and impeachably. Mm-hmm. Without objection. Mr. Dean, how many American presidents have you accused of being Richard Nixon? Oh, every Republican. <laughs> I actually wrote a book about Mr. Bush and Mr. Cheney with the title Worse Than Watergate. So, 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 it, so it's, it's sort of become a cottage. Did you make money on that book? It was a very successful book, How yes. much money did you make on it? I'm sorry, I don't have any idea. More than a million bucks? No. More than half a million bucks? I, I said I don't have any idea. How much money do you make from CNN? I, 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 I don't really know exactly. I, I think I'm going to object to... The, to, to Wait, 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 wait a second, wait a second. Mr. Dean has made a cottage mm-hmm. industry yes. out of accusing presidents of acting like Richard Nixon. I That's would like great. to know how much money he makes based on making these accusations and exploiting them for his own economic can, benefit. Uh, Mr. Saying no, Mr. Gates. Nice job. I, I think that's reasonable. Mm-hmm. It, it just shows that if this guy, he's, he's just a partisan hack. He's made a career off of that shtick. Yeah. He... Every Republican who comes along, he just says they're worse than Richard Nixon and Watergate. <laughs> Check, please. And once again, they, they brought him out to do the same thing to Trump now. It's just, that is so transparent and so ridiculous. <sighs> mm-hmm. But you know what the thing is? Um, it's because Trump is so scandal-ridden, uh, and it, it looks so bad after the eight years of Obama where there wasn't a single trace of any sort of scandal whatsoever you know because obama was so squeaky clean Uh and there was no not even a hint of scandal during (laughs) you know obama i wasn't sure i didn't know where i came down on that issue until yesterday and now it's clear (laughs) well here's biden to remind you of just how stupid you are if you can't remember (laughs) the scandal-free obama years Uh here he is now he's most proud of what for eight years, there wasn't one single hint of a scandal or a lie. There wasn't one single hint of a scandal. Oh, you got to be kidding me. Yeah, Sleepy Joe doing that one, huh? Yeah, I love it when he gets into that Sleepy Joe mode. He's trying to sound genuine, but right. he knows he's lying through his teeth. Yeah, absolutely. That's when Sleepy Joe comes up. He's right, though. There wasn't one single hint. There was a hundred hints of scandal. Uh, and far worse than anything you're accusing Trump of doing right now. Benghazi, where four Americans died and, he, and they did nothing to help them. Benghazi, sound familiar? How about Fast and Furious? How about giving 2,000 guns to Mexican drug cartels? And that cost American lives as well. Border agents were killed as a result of that. Then Obama lied about who started Fast and Furious, blaming Bush for it when it was his stinking program. You don't remember the jailing of journalists? 
accusing more journalists of, of espionage than all the rest of American presidents combined? Uh, how about the seized records of uh, James Rosen from Fox News? Not a scandal there. The NSA spying on Americans. How about the big fat lie? Uh, if you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. Over and over and over and over they sold us on that. Not to mention the $2,500 a year in savings that never materialized. How about his IRS targeting conservatives? Oh, Tea Party, yeah. Uh, the payments to Iran. Quite a scandal. Billion dollars left on the tarmac to pay them off. Wow. The His EPA poisoning the Colorado River. Anybody remember that scandal? Oh, yes. I'd forgotten about that. Well, oh, I, I doubt that you know the Hillary Clinton State Department email scandal sounds familiar to anyone. The VA. How about the 40 veterans dying while they waited on a waiting list at the VA because uh, they were so inept under his watchful eye? The Solyndra subsidies. I mean, those are... There's not a hint of a single scandal. You're right about that, Joe. There's a ton of scandals. <laughs> Far worse than anything. I mean, the obstruction thing you're still hanging on to in an investigation of a non-crime that didn't happen. I mean, that's pretty weak. Pretty weak. It's agonizing that they continue to... And Obama claims it all the time. Uh, the thing I'm proudest of is that it's not a scandal during my... Administration. Really? <laughs> yeah, not a okay. scandal. Yeah, not a. <laughs> there were there were many. Wow. Uh, one thing Joe promised, though, yesterday, um, or day before yesterday, was pretty interesting. He's, he's going to do some amazing things when he gets into office, uh, including some medical things he's going to take care of. Listen to this. Worked so hard in my career mm-hmm. to make sure that... Uh, yeah, there we go. Yeah. I promise you, uh, right. if mm. I'm elected president, you're going to see the single most important thing that changes in America is we're going to cure mm. cancer. Oh, wow. Uh, wow. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> that's another issue. He started to say, I think I'm joking. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you think I'm joking. Yeah, I do think you're joking. Yeah. But he wasn't. He was serious. You're, so Joe Biden's going to cure cancer. Hold on. If, if he's he is elected. so certain mm-hmm. that we can cure cancer... If he's elected president, then why can't we just go ahead and take care of that now? I think of the people that are going to die between now and January 20th, 2021, well, Joe. He's got to have something to hold over, over our heads, uh-huh. right? To make sure he's in office. <laughs> so you got to elect what him and then you'll get the cure. jerk. He's keeping it to himself right now. But if you elect him president, no. he's going to share it with the I world. I want it now. I, I do too. Mm. I guess he's talking about he's going to throw a lot of money at, you know, at, at curing it. It's creepy Joe Biden. Who knows, man? Ugh. That's an irresponsible, ridiculous sure claim. Is. But it's kind of like Obama's. I'm going to heal the planet when when I'm, you know, we'll look back on this moment. We're going to calm the seas. We're going to we're going to heal the planet. Oh, okay. And now Joe Biden's going to cure cancer. <laughs> this better. I I don't want this to be the last we hear of this claim. I want to hear this from now until Uh he's out of the race. Yes. Because I want this to be like Al Gore's inventing the internet thing in 2000. Yeah. Yeah, we can't let him forget about this. This thing's got to get some legs, y'all. Come on. Uh, Got this tweet at Pat Unleashed from Scylla's Lard and Nanner Sandwich. No, it's from your uh, Elvis Presley thing, isn't it? Scylla. Scylla's. Oh. Priscilla. Scylla. (laughs) Scylla. Get me some lard and a Nanner Sandwich. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah, 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 cancer. But will Joe cure the heartbreak of psoriasis? <laughs> really good question there. So, uh, I mean, that, that's got to be right up there with cancer. Psoriasis. Yes. Have you seen all the commercials for psoriasis? Yeah. Cindy Lopper's in them. A lot of heartbreak. Lot, lot of heartbreak there. <laughs> um, meanwhile, Joe Biden has ripped off, uh, and what a good person to rip off, um, Michael Avenatti. Yeah, yeah. That's what Avenatti his, thinks. Let's make America America again. Yeah, there's some controversy on who Joe ripped off. Was it Avenatti? Or? Or was it Scott Baio? <laughs> Here's Scott Baio saying this. That's what Scott Baio's claiming. And listen, he's got some proof to back him up. Let's make America great again. But let's make America, America again. Yeah. There it is. Make America, America again. Way back in 2016. He's right. So he he did that at the convention. Oh, Scott did. And uh, in 2016, we'd never heard of Michael Avenatti. No. I'm going with Scott Bale there. I think he's, mm-hmm. you know, he's he's onto something. Don't mess with Charles. He's in charge. Don't mess with him. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. What a classic television. Yeah, show it was good was. for like about two minutes each episode. Had a couple of hit the laugh track every now and then. You not that hear. I remember. No, there was no, a, oh was come there, on. Was, was were a, there some good lines in that? Good, good yeah. line in there. I'll find a script and you'll be laughing so much. Good for this, maybe. <laughs> But not a real laugh, but the nice laugh track. Oh, look at this. I found a on Pinterest a, a script from Charles in Charge uh, signed by Scott Bayo himself. Wow. Mm-hmm. And is there a bidding going on for that? Because, you know, that's uh, they just practically priceless. It. They were just bragging. Oh, okay. Just a braggart out there. All look right. at that. I've got a Charles in Charge script for you. <laughs> I'm going to pin it for the world to see. Man, am I envious of that person. Woof. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Oh, I got to tell you about uh, Tac Pack because uh, this month Tac Pack, which is by the way the uh, the premier monthly subscription box for military, tactical, and Second Amendment enthusiasts, this month for just forty nine ninety five, they'll ship you at least a hundred dollars worth of gear from companies like Five Eleven, Hex Mag, Mission First Tactical, Armaspec, and America Grip, to name just a few. Now. This, this month, that's even better. It's worth $115. And it comes with U.S.-made AR-15 parts, a couple of goodies from Breakthrough Clean Technologies, and what's guaranteed to be your new favorite pocket knife, and a bunch of other stuff. So go to TACPAC, T-A-C-PAC.com, T-A-C-P-A-C-K.com, and use the promo code PAT at checkout. They'll ship separately a SOG multi-tool worth another $50 absolutely free. So this is an incredible month to get started here. If you're into tactical gear from the best companies for half the price, go to TACPAC.com. That's TACPAC.com. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, Do you remember uh, episode six? Uh, I, who could forget? Uh, 
Charles in Charge, yeah. episode six. Uh-huh. Well, see, Charles wants to escape from women for one night, oh. but Lila has her friends over for a slumber party. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. That's, uh, you can just, the uh, hijinks ensued from that point on. And I'm sorry, who's who's Lila? What's uh, that? One of the girl-daughter okay. thing, uh-huh. I guess. Right. I don't know. All right. <laughs> what year was Charles in Charge? Was that... Oh. Is that 80s or was that still 70s? No, that was 84 to 90. 84 to 90? Mm-hmm. It lasted that many seasons? I told you I had a couple good laughs oh, per season, per episode. That's amazing. That is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I never would have guessed it, it lasted that long. I would have given that a season, maybe. Maybe it's canceled after the first three episodes, in fact. But no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, good for him. I mean, there was always, you know, that... that Awesome episode where Charles has a date with Gwendolyn right. on the same night he has to watch the Pembroke children. Uh-oh. <laughs> how, how can you be in two places at once, man? Uh-oh. <laughs> Got a multitask. <laughs> oh, boy. The hijinks ensued in that one, I'll mm-hmm, bet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. That'll keep you laughing in the 80s, won't it? Oh, speaking of the 80s, Charles buys Buddy's old cassette player, which ends up destroying Walter's tape, causing problems between Buddy and Charles. Oh, no. <laughs> I I hate when Buddy and Charles had problems. Yeah, that... That, that made me sad. You know what? You know? I'm with you on that. That yeah. really kind of ruined it. Yeah. Those episodes, I was like, really? Did not like that. I don't want them arguing. Right. Don't mess with that friendship. It's too powerful. It's... It means too much to me. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Don't you miss Scott Bayo or Bio or or Bio, what, what, whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, you corrected me this morning because I I keep I always call him Bio. I don't know why. I, I think just, it's Bio or, or is, is it, it Bayo? Well, you corrected me. No, it's me. Scott Bayo. Yeah, okay, it's Scott yeah. Bayo. Yeah, when you say it all together, then it mm-hmm. then it flows. Yeah, but if I just have to mm-hmm. say his last name, I always screw it up. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh, speaking of comedy, we have, <laughs> have an interesting were occurrence we, of it on CNN. We were just talking about comedy? Yeah, we we're just oh, talking we, we comedy. Were, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Don Lemon and Jim Acosta talking about how there's no Trump hatred on the, on their, on their cable channel. There's no Trump hatred. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Trump has demonized the press, but they're not doing anything in return. Listen to this. Um, for all those people who say, oh, do you know, the, the, the press, CNN hates Trump and the CNN is, a, you know, uh, loves the Democrats. I watched Manu Raju with Nancy Pelosi, who yeah. clearly did not want to answer Manu's questions today, That's even right. in her body language. And you know what? He persisted and he asked her the tough questions anyway. So of anyone, a Democrat or Republican, regardless of who it is, if you hold a position of power, we, the journalists at CNN, are going to question you about it, whether you like it or not. That's right. We're here to hold their feet to the fire. And just because we are pro-truth doesn't mean mm-hmm. that we are anti-Trump. And, you know, as I write throughout this book and I try to close it out on a, on a hopeful note, we are not the enemy mm-hmm. of the people. We are defenders of the people. And we want to defend the people because we're devoted to the people. You and I, Don, uh, our, our families, our parents, our kids, mm-hmm. uh, our loved mm-hmm. ones, we all think about all of those folks mm-hmm. when we come into the office and do this job on a daily basis. Yeah. Uh, we're not here to spin things or uh, you know, color things a certain way. We're here to get the people reliable, accurate information on a daily basis. That's why we all come into work every day. We get a, we get a high out of it. Yeah. Uh, and, and I just want to make sure we can keep this going as a country. <laughs> Seriously. 
<laughs> that was, the audience loves that. That's, that was much better. That's than way any funnier than Charles anything in Charles and Charge did. So hysterical! What a great comedy routine. <laughs> Oh, wow. Boy, that's a side splitting. That's better than Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that's some funny stuff right Jim there. Jim Acosta and D. Lemon. Can you believe that? <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, do you think Americans are deaf, dumb, blind, and stupid? Wow. Maybe maybe the ones who listen to CNN uh, mm, that's and watch point. CNN, yeah. maybe they, they are. They know their audience. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That, that is astounding okay yeah trump is uh, demonizing the press but we we treat everybody the same here we uh, we were just as hard on uh, barack obama as we are on donald trump Stop <laughs> i it. mean that's <laughs> uh, my sides are aching <laughs> so yeah all right so okay <laughs> <laughs> That is uh, that's too much comedy in the morning. Listening <laughs> to those two, yeah, you got to warm into that a little bit. You should have saved that for the all request lunch hour. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray unleashed coming up. This is Pat Gray unleashed. Welcome to it. 888 Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Beto's native language tweets. Honest question. If Acosta autographs his book, does the collect- collectible value go down? I think probably, yes. Yeah, I would say so. The Steve42 twi- uh, tweets. There wasn't a hint of scandal under Obama. There was an overpowering fetid stench that made us puke. Uh, from yes. Scotty Sweatman. I wish the press would ask about Joe Biden's hidden scandals with Ukraine and China. So do mm-hmm. I. Uh, from, uh, actually, the president mentioned the Chinese thing um, the other day wow. in part of his takedown of Joe Biden. But nobody picked up on it, of course, because, you know, they're all pro-Democrat. Uh, just to muck and fudge, Joe Biden must be working with Dr. Pepper to cure cancer. <laughs> uh, Dr. Pepper? Uh that was a good moment. That's a good Joe Biden moment. And thank you, uh, Dr. Pepper, and thank you, <laughs> Chancellor, or Dr. Paper, and thank <laughs> you, Chancellor. Dr. Paper? <laughs> Dr. Paper? So it's doc- It's not Dr. Pepper, it's Dr. Paper. All right? Okay. And thank you, uh, uh. Dr. Pepper, and thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Oh, man. Joe being Joe. Jets middle class Joe right mm-hmm. there. And and that that will be the excuse for every gaffe he makes. It, for to the Democrats, it'll ju- all be excusable. It's just all fine. Don't worry about it. That's just Joe being Joe. That's Joe. That's old middle class lunch bucket Joe. Triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. Um oh, by the way, we haven't talked about this print Pinterest thing. Labeling uh pro-life organization live action porn and banning it from their site okay live action is porn but the photos that you allow put up on your site that those are fine those are okay everything else on pinterest is fine i mean social media is going after every conservative voice that they can think of wow 
Um, Pinterest, of course, publicly traded social media headquartered in San San Francisco, naturally. And they have nearly 300 million active monthly users. Now, Project Veritas, which is uh, James O'Keefe's organization, they uncovered some footage of Twitter employees discussing shadow banning. Uh, They published leaked documents from Facebook, which reveal plans to target and demote conservative commentary. And now uh, they happen to notice that liveaction.org was blocked. Pro-life group that... What, what do they do? Well, they show abortion procedures and how vicious and brutal that is. Um, a Pinterest insider said, I was, I was pretty surprised when they discovered liveaction.org was banned. It was added to a porn domain block list. <laughs> the insider explained that the block list was intended to be a collection of pornographic websites that Pinterest uses in order to ensure that pornography can't be posted. Liveaction.org, of course, is not a pornographic website. It's a, it's a pro-life website. While investigating, though, Project Veritas tried to post the Liveaction.org link on Pinterest and couldn't because they got an error message that read, Sorry, your request could not be completed. So they reviewed the list of websites from the porn domain block list and they were able to confirm that along with Liveaction.org, Websites like Zero Hedge, PJMedia.com, TeaParty.org, and other various conservative websites were also listed. Pathetic. The majority of the document lists pornographic websites, and then there's the conservative websites in there as well. Wow. Lila Rose, who's the founder and president of Live Action, she claims her organization has been censored in the past, and she believes the pro-life organizations are unfairly targeted. That's pretty evident right now. She said, Pinterest says their mission is to help empower people to discover things that they love. Um, but despite that, the fact that millions of people love babies and pro-life cause and the pro-life cause, uh, they're secretly censoring our life-affirming messages. Pinterest users deserve to know the truth and our messages deserve to be treated fairly. Well, they do, but you're not going to get fair treatment from these social media uh, companies until Congress wakes up and removes the protection from them for being platforms. They need to be considered publishers. And then they can be held accountable for the things that appear on their platform. And the reason they're not held accountable right now is because they made an agreement with the government that that they'd be protected and shielded from anything that the, the people who post things on their websites uh, would do that you know could be they could be sued for. So they're not they're not liable for these things. They're not accountable. That protection has to be removed, so we can make them non-biased again. It's a really bad situation, and you know the worshippers of abortion right now are really freaked out and trying to crack down on everyone who is pro-life. They're doing and saying anything they possibly can to shut down the pro-life message. Calling us racists? Well, who's the racist here? You're those who support abortion are carrying out Margaret Sanger's vision of eliminating minorities. The racists are the pro Planned Parenthood people. <sighs> Meanwhile, uh, 
Ariana Grande has donated her Atlanta concert proceeds to Planned Parenthood. How wonderful. Mm-hmm. Boy, these concerts, man, they, they pay quite a bit of money to these artists. Just as one concert proceeds? Planned Parenthood is going to get $300,000 from Ariana Grande for this concert. $300,000. Yeah, the concert, they make a lot of money from these things. Um, It's a significant move because Georgia is one of the states that passed the fetal heartbeat abortion law. The new restrictions have triggered a call for a boycott. And some entertainment companies have already pulled the plug on producing things in Georgia. Isn't that great? Mm-hmm. And so the heartbeat law has, uh, it's become a lightning rod. The laws are already being challenged in court, and it's a virtual certainty the U.S. Supreme Court will rule on its constitutionality. Maybe, I don't know, they, they don't seem to have the guts to rule on anything super important anymore. Mm. They haven't so far, so we'll see. Um, meanwhile, you got this uh, wonderful video from norma torres who is a democrat representative this is so fascinating oh my gosh (laughs) happened on the floor of the house of representatives and this is what i'm telling you they'll do and they'll say anything and and accuse the right or pro-life people of anything to try to shut down the discussion here uh here's democrat representative norma torres floor of the house mr speaker it is tiring to hear from so many sex-starved males on this floor talk about a woman's right to choose. Mm. Mr. Speaker. For what purpose does the gentleman from Georgia recognize, uh, seek recognition? uh, Mr. Speaker, I would just like to ask my friend if she'd like to to change her uh, her last statement. Mr. Speaker, if it pleases my colleague on the other side, I will withdraw my statement about sex-starved males on the floor. Wow. Man. I, <laughs> so the only reason that you're pro-life is because you're sex-starved? I don't quite that doesn't follow. doesn't even I don't make get sense. That. I don't get her justification at all. If you're sex-starved, <laughs> it's a lot more likely that you'd be pro-abortion. Thank you. Because then, you know, <laughs> the uh, the sex that you have doesn't have to have any consequences, right? You you just you give her the five hundred bucks, or maybe you split the cost. She goes to Planned Parenthood, wipes out wipes out that life, and no problem. Then you continue to have sex with anybody indiscriminately, unprotected sex over and over and over again. Why not? You can't even have a conversation with the other side anymore. It's unbelievable. It's impossible. I mean, yesterday it was the racist claims. Today it's now you're sex starved. Well, that doesn't even make sense. (laughs) That's just bizarre. And these idiots are in elected office in the U.S. House of Representatives. Really amazing. Used to be, you know, these kinds of outrageous statements on the floor of the House might be from a state legislature. You know, where one district got together and, and elected somebody to the, the state house that was a kook. <laughs> now, they're being elected to the U.S. Congress. So we got that going for us, too. That's great. Uh, let's go to Gwen in Michigan. Uh, Gwen, hi, you're on the blaze. 
Hi, Pat. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Good. Hey, uh, did you say Michigan or Minnesota? Is it? Well, I think I said Michigan because it's MI, which is the Uh-oh. abbreviation for Michigan. Oh, no. We're going to have But are you from Minnesota? Yeah, it'd be northern okay. Minnesota. All right. Uh, we'll have Maybe a... we should let the phone screeners know. Yeah. MN. We'll have a class the... later. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. So right. I'm going to go a little bit off topic here, and I'm going to go on a little rant mm-hmm. about climate change. Okay. <laughs> and global warming. Yeah. Because we were up at 2.30 this morning hosing down our garden because it was 28 degrees out. (laughs) (laughs) It was 28. Wow. On June 13th. That's amazing. So I just, you know, these people, Bernie Sanders, AOC, and their global warming, we're all going to fry and just go ahead and probably kiss my lower half. This is not global. I wish we would see some of this. Yeah. Global yeah. warming. Up. You'd like to see a little bit of warming uh, in June. Uh, appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Gwen. We've actually had unbelievably beautiful weather for June in Texas. In the DFW, it's been, what, 70s? Mid-70s? Yeah, maybe? Right, right now it's 65 degrees. How do you like that? Fantastic. June 13th. Normally we're in the 80s in the morning at this point. Easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and when you went outside this morning, you could tell there's just a little bit of a chill in the air. Yep. I love it. Teeny bit. Oh, it's fantastic. I mean, it's gone every, every by this day, weekend. Every day I figure, okay, today's the day we yeah. get the hideous heat wave with that, humidity. That that comes Sunday. Oh, does Happy it? Father's Day. Ah, shoot. <laughs> That's been beautiful, though. I mean, it's been nice for a lot longer than we could expect. But yeah, the global warming thing is outrageous. And for for leftists, when you say, well, okay, it's 28 degrees in Minnesota on June 13th. Well, don't you confuse weather with climate. But on the other hand, (laughs) they do it all the time. Like just this week when it was, or last week when it was 128 degrees in India. Global warming! That's another global warming heat wave! Now, aren't you confusing weather with climate again? See, if it, if it fits their agenda, it, it backs up their point. Well, now, wait a minute. If not, you don't have any point. If it's really, really cold, mm-hmm. I mean, that's... And that's global warming. That's, that's global warming. Really? But if it's really, really hot, that's global warming. If it's about the same as always, well, then you got global warming. You know, so if the ice is melting, that's global warming. If there's more ice than usual, that's also global global warming. So wait a minute. I love it in the in the winter when they they've now they've now labeled uh, Canadian or Arctic cold fronts <laughs> uh, polar vortexes. Yes, because that sounds scary. Uh-huh. We've got a polar vortex. Somebody got paid to come up yeah. with that term too. Yeah, it's a good term. Mm-hmm. It's a good term. And as long as you control that language, you control the discussion. I think I got this, though. Okay. So, like, it's going to be in the 70s and perfect today here in Dallas-Fort Worth. You know, just, mm-hmm. just no humidity. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a beautiful day. What are you going to call that, huh? What's that one, huh? Global warming. Okay. Yeah. I just wanted to mm-hmm. test out the, the theory. <laughs> it works for everything, huh? <laughs> because we're getting the weather right now that we're getting. Because in California, they're suffering through a heat wave. So... Uh, there's always sub- someone suffering somewhere else when you're enjoying 
uh, beautiful day. But you know what? They're going to have beautiful weather in a few days when we're really hot. <laughs> and that's what we call weather. Yeah, it's, boys it is and girls. what we call weather. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And enough weather events. Pretty soon you got yourself a climate. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is starting to make sense. Kind of weird, isn't it? To me. 888 <laughs> Here's something else that makes sense. If you're in pain, go to relieffactor.com yes, and order it. the three-week quick start. Do it's, this. It's just nineteen ninety-five. Keith tried this because he's got that... Weird leg pain yeah. nobody understands. Welp. My whelp leg yeah. pain. Yeah. yeah. And this is a great Father's Day gift. You want to surprise your dad? Order mm-hmm. some relief factor. Get him started on that. If he's got some pains that he's uh, complaining about, okay. I'm telling mm-hmm. him. I swear by it. Now, um, if your father is dead, as mine is, all right. Really? Uh, is that a is that a good idea or? Well, well, here's <laughs> breaking news. Thanks for reminding me of yeah, that. Yeah, here's breaking news. Okay. My dad is dead, too. Too soon. So um, <laughs> I'm talking to everyone else out there whose dad is still alive. All right. Okay. okay. And this is also 100% drug-free. They offer this three-week quick start for $19.95. Try that. If it doesn't work for you, it's not going to. So just discontinue. But 70% of those who order the three-week quick start go on to order more because it is working for them. And it could change your life. Get mm-hmm. your life back. Start with the three-week quick start, 1995. If you're in pain, what do you have to lose? 20 bucks. If you want a drug-free, natural way to ease your pain, go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. It's Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blakes. Contact us at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, just two muck and fudge tweets. Sex starved men on the floor. Nice band name. <laughs> yes. Uh, Pat's oldest facial cream customer. Wouldn't you like to be a pepper too? So you could be one of creepy Joe's butt buddies. <laughs> and uh, and Neil Smith, an old butt buddy. Are you here, Neil? <laughs> Neil, I miss you, man. <laughs> I bet you I do. Miss you. Of course you miss your butt buddy. Uh-huh. Of course. Poor Neil Smith. Uh, no, 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 no. I wanted to be anonymous. <laughs> Uh, from Pat's lightly sautéed kale, Obama promised a program in his final State of the Union address in 2016 that Biden would oversee a cancer cure. Oh. Eh, just more plagiarism. Hmm. From Get Off My Lawn, CNN saying they don't hate Trump will cost them even more viewers. Oh, <laughs> they don't have many to lose left. Jeez. Oh. I, and so, what a ridiculous claim. I don't even know how you say that with a straight face. Uh, we're just we're just good old fashioned right down the middle journalists here. We got no bias. <laughs> uh, we're just all about the truth. Yeah, we're about truth. Mm-hmm. Like uh, you know, Justin Trudeau is all about truth. Um, <laughs> here's what he said a couple of days ago because he was he was challenged on you know he's doing this big plastic ban. He wants to ban all uh, first use plastics, which would include paper bags at the grocery store, uh, bottled bags. water, that kind of thing. Anything with plastic, yep. So uh, here's here's what he, he was challenged the other day. Here's what he said. What do you and your family do to cut back on plastics? <laughs> Good question. Uh, we uh, uh, we, uh, 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 we have uh, recently uh, switched to drinking uh, uh-huh. water bottles out of uh, water, water out of, out of uh, water. we have water what bottles, water bottles uh, out, of a out of a plastic, uh, no. sorry, Plat- away no. from plastic towards uh-huh. uh, paper. Paper. Um, okay, you're drinking it out of paper. box water bottles sort of thing. Oh! <laughs> so, uh, he doesn't even know what water is uh, by the end of that <laughs> sentence. <laughs> paper. 
I don't have a paper pl- plate. No, uh, a box. We have boxes of paper, and, <laughs> and they put water in it, and I drink the water from the tap. It, the tap is made out of That's what paper. he should have said. Yeah, that's what he should He should. <laughs> Nobody pr- apparently would have believed that he drinks water from a tap. <laughs> <laughs> so that was too outrageous. Uh-huh. But the box of water uh, people bought, I guess. Um, <laughs> he hopes they did. According to a report, however, by the rebels, Sheila Gunn-Reed, the Trudeau family spent $300 on plastic water bottles... In a single month. Uh-huh. Jeez. Huh. While the access to information blurred out the brand and type of water purchased by the Trudeau family in their grocery bill, the items were clearly labeled as water. Revelation comes shortly after the big announcement that his government is uh, seeking to completely ban single-use plastics in Canada by 2021. Mm-hmm. And, of course, his claim that he uses uh, paper paper boxes for his water <laughs> okay all right whatever man i mean i love the paper box water i do um, <laughs> yeah all right i think a lot that. of us do right it's a, i mean it has a little barky taste to it <laughs> but uh, it'll work um i love how you see he, he it's only focuses on one month pat so trudeau can say oh yeah that was the one month and, and we reuse all those bottles we just rinse them out and stuff mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure mm-hmm. i'm sure it'd be just as cumbersome as his last answer it would oh this guy uh, to put that into perspective, a 24-pack of Nestle water bottles costs about four forty-seven. A $300 purchase in Nestle water bottles would be about 1,608 water bottles. Wow. So if you buy $300 worth, that's 1,600 water bottles. That's a thirsty family. Very. How many kids does he have? I don't know. We're going to find out. He's married to that older woman, right? He married oh, that's the, right. The teacher. So I don't know. If, is she even birth bearing years? I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. She's considerably older than he is. Like 20 years, I think. Uh-huh. Uh, but how great. 300 bucks in one month in water bottles. Uh, I doubt it was all the boxed water. Uh, paper boxes. <laughs> Crazy. He is. Oh, and again, election nuts. time is October. Canada. Man. You can write the ship. <laughs> Speaking of Canada, uh, listen to these people who apparently hate the West, yet live, I don't know, in the West. In this case, in Canada. Um, but they're not, they're not fans, apparently. Listen to this. And Canada is a white supremacist, colonial, racist project, as is Israel, as is the state of Israel. So I don't even consider myself to be a Canadian because this is indigenous land and this land is occupied. So um, (laughs) the people who are here, whether they are settlers, um, we also, we firstly need to educate ourselves about what has happened on this land and what is continuously happening in order for us to be able to understand what our government or this government is doing on abroad and on overseas. This is the resistance that we're going to continue to, to help see. Our children and as a result, neighboring countries and those who are fighting in solidarity all around the world will also rise with the Palestinians and we will see in the next 20 to 25 years the decline yeah. and the ultimate destruction Shut of the illegal up. Zionist state. This is for certain. This is not a um, conspiracy theory. The Zionist regime cannot continue to, to continue this path as injustice. Yeah. And all the are doomed. So, okay, well, that's good stuff. 
why why are you guys there if it's occupied land and you seem to be occupying it because you weren't indigenous to the place right that's true wait what are they doing there was his family born in canada no not at all Mm-mm, that's no. iranian canadians right which is a mouthful by the iranian way. canadians yeah hmm. it, it, <laughs> what were they celebrating again was it Al-Quds? Al-Quds, yeah. That's what they were doing there? Yeah. Okay. Al-Quds, that's the uh, Islamic name for Jerusalem. Oh, then what was the holiday or whatever? It... Al-Quds Day. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. The day they... Destroy Israel Day for them? something. Boy, that's just... Get out of the, outrageous. Get out of the West, yeah, man. Leave. Go back. Leave. Oh. Go back to where you came from. Otherwise, you're an occupier. <laughs> I love that. Yes. 888 The hypocrisy is just... And the idiocy... She, the, the the nerve of the first woman to say, and people need to educate themselves. Yeah, you, you should start right there. <laughs> educate yourself. Uh, with the daily fake news dump pouring through your TV, mobile phones, computers, you may have missed some real news, like the recent study in the journal Cell Metabolism. I never miss a single article in mm-hmm. Cell Metabolism. Yeah, I, it's good stuff. Yeah, I just, I devour Every edition. Uh, yeah, if you ever invited me over to your house, mm-hmm. you know, I'd probably see mm-hmm. just all over the you, coffee you table. Would. Right? You would. Mm-hmm. If I ever invited you to the right. house. If, if ever. But uh, they found out that not only do does processed food contribute to obesity, it also helps you overeat. Uh, so what you should do instead is get Field of Greens, a real full serving of USDA organic fruits and vegetables in your diet every day. Go to BrickHousePat.com, get 15% off your first order with the offer code PAT, BrickHousePat.com. Pat Gray Unleashed. I love the controversy over the U.S. women's victory over Thailand. She's mm-hmm. people are going crazy because they they beat Thailand thirteen to nothing. And here's the thing: what happened? They were actually happy after they scored goals. <laughs> you can't be smiling. You, they they smiled, they hugged, they raised their arms. <laughs> yeah, they celebrated after they scored goals. Can you imagine that? So wait, you're, you're seriously? They, they, they should have been they pissed hugged after each every other? goal. Dang it, I didn't mean to score that goal. Ah, oh, darn it, if only. Oh, if only the goalie had stopped that. I mean, this isn't... I didn't mean to do that. I'm sorry. This isn't like a... Like, they should have apologized for every goal after two. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, because I think that's soccer etiquette. And once yes. you score two goals, haven't you scored enough? Kick it into the back of the net. Mm-hmm. Ooh, dang it, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And then you, you kick another one. Ooh, I'm sorry. So 11 times you'd have to apologize. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty much how soccer is. I mean, you have more <laughs> two goals and it's like... <laughs> I'm actually, sorry. Actually, that, that's even more reason to celebrate. Look at that. Because soccer that. I'm is looking so... at them right now. They're, they're jumping around and <laughs> smiling. Soccer... Wait a minute. Soccer's so terrible. And yeah, they score so few goals. You should be celebrating at the 13th goal. I can't believe we scored more than two goals. Yeah. Yeah. And again... Okay, one of the best, one of the best soccer teams in the world for the women. Uh, Thailand made it to the World Cup. Not everyone makes it to the World Cup. They did. So you would think that uh, they could handle actually somebody actually playing their best for the entire match, wouldn't you? <laughs> That's how it should be. And if you can't handle it, 
don't go to the tournament. Okay? Stay home. Right. Stay home. My goodness. We are such a soft society. Sorry. We're a sorry sack right now. Hmm. Sorry sack of people. Uh, just too much in muck and fudge. That needs to be a uh, bingo square. Sorry sack. <laughs> Come into a bingo card near you. Okay. All right. 888 Something else we, we should be sad about, apparently, are the uh, mansions that people are building. The McMansions. They're apparently making people unhappy. Uh, Americans are a lot bigger than they used to be. In 1973, when the Census Bureau started tracking home sizes, the median size of a newly built house <clears throat> was just over 1,500 square feet. That figure uh, is about 2,500 square feet now. Maybe a little bit more than that, because this was in 2015. So that rise, combined with a drop in the average number of people per household, has translated to a whole lot of room for homeowners and their families. By one estimate, each newly built house had an average of 507 square feet per resident in 1973. That's nearly, it's nearly twice that four decades later. But we're supposed to be unhappy about that. According to a recent paper, Americans aren't getting any happier with their bigger homes. Despite a major upscaling of single-family homes since 1980, house satisfaction has remained steady in American suburbs. Now, I, I have lived in both small, crappy places and in slightly larger places. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you, I am much happier in a slightly larger place. <laughs> Boy, much. You, you selfish <laughs> I American. Know. I know. Why right? can't you it's suffer terrible. like the rest of I don't know. Europe? I don't know. I like it. I like having a bigger house. I do. Huh. Yeah. I've, I've been there. I've been to the small house place, and I didn't like it. <laughs> and when we got a bigger, nicer place... I liked it very, very much. I bet you're getting punished, though, by having higher utility <laughs> bills, sir. Yes, I am. Mm-hmm. Yes, and property taxes. Yeah, gosh. Oh, oh. However, I'm still happier <laughs> living in the new place than I was the old. Yeah. So, mm. and that it's interesting because, what's interesting, Ivan, is there a number of people can call about this? <laughs> it's interesting because uh, in the wonderful Denmark, where everybody thinks it's Shangri-La, and Finland and Norway, they live in places that are about what we had in 1973. Well, no, they're smaller than what we had in 1973. They live in about 900 square feet of space. Ugh. And so I guarantee you Americans would not be happy to go back to that. I guarantee you they'd much rather live in a McMansion than in a 900 square foot apartment. Yeah, but they get <clears throat> they get free health care over there. Yeah, I know. Right, Bernie? <laughs> and they're happy to pay for it. Happy. Yeah, right. They're they're excited. People want to pay higher taxes. <laughs> Listen to this nonsense from Bernie. This is amazing. The United States is the only major country on earth not to guarantee health care to all people yeah. as they write. Good. In many countries in Europe, Germany mm-hmm. for one, you go to college and the cost of college is zero. I think in Finland, they actually pay you to go to college. In (laughs) most countries around the world, the level of income and wealth inequality, which in Uh the United States today is worse than at any time since the 1920s with three families Uh owning more wealth than the bottom half of America, that level of income and wealth inequality is much less uh, severe than it is right here in the United States. 
No, the taxes in many of those countries are much higher than they are. The the individual personal taxes are much higher than they are in the United States. But I suspect that a lot of people in this country would be delighted to pay more in taxes if they had health, if they had uh, comprehensive health care as a human right. No. (sighs) Okay, so people would be delighted to pay higher taxes. Right. And 60% that they stick uh, Finnish people with. Think of this. This stuff isn't free. He just admitted you have to pay more taxes to afford all this crap. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. And it's, you know, they can't just, they can't lay that only on the wealthy because that's not going to do the job. There's not enough there. You need to tax everybody to pay for universal health care and universal college education mm-hmm. and universal f- housing. I mean, some of them are actually saying housing is a right. And, and it's the only major country on earth. Shut up. It doesn't matter all this free stuff you have if you're dead, and that's what's going to happen if you have government health care. I can't. I, it's hard to take. It's hard to take. <sighs> Bernie said, first of all, I don't, why, do, why does anyone like this guy? <laughs> he is so unlikable. Uh, I, I, there's no charisma to him. He is not appealing in any way, shape, or form. And he's a socialist. Mm-hmm. What is it people see in him? He uh, sounds like an idiot. Yeah. He's got one of the worst accents on the face of the planet. He's a curmudgeon. He's 77 years old. And he's a socialist. Mm-hmm. What is it college kids love about him? Um, he's a hell of a singer. Oh, that's true. That's what they like. That's true. They really dig his right. rendition of... Um, uh, uh, when I uh, went walking, was, walking, uh, this land was made for you and me. Yeah. But I uh-huh. went walking. I went walking down that rivet of highway. Right. I saw above I me. I saw above me. <laughs> so yeah, you you touched on something uh, really important there. The guy can sing like nobody's business. I mean, did he do that? What did he say? Like Six Flags, you know, and they're like, hey, you know, be a recording artist and come in here and record you singing mm-hmm. to a song, you know? Mm-hmm. And he chose that. No, I think it? this was a, uh, I think he got a contract from a major record company and they begged him to come in and record it. And that's what he As I went walking. Begged him. Begged him. Begged him. Begged walking. Uh-huh. I saw above I saw me. above me. That endless skyway. That's Did he great. open up for Bruce Springsteen once? I think that's... Uh... No, Bruce opened for Bruce. <laughs> it's the other way around. <laughs> there it is. Speaking of music, did you hear about this Universal Studio uh, backlot fire in 2008? Oh, no. Uh-uh. Uh, okay, Universal Studio, a lot of people... Well, and they are. They're famous for movies. But they have also gobbled up, I don't know how many record companies over the years. So they had a huge stockpile of... Uh, of artists' masters, their master recording of really important songs. And in 2008, it had this huge fire on the back lot, and it burned up all kinds of these master tapes. And nobody's talking about it until now. Because at first they said, yeah, it's no big deal. We were able to save everything. Apparently not. They lost like $500 million worth of music. Whoa. I mean, the list is unbelievable. It was like the original Bernie Sanders uh, Yes, the hit. original. Yeah, so that's gone. I'm so glad you have that's that gone. in the Thankfully, box over there. Yeah, it's a copy, but at least you we can, have that. You need to send it to the people you know? that lost the original. <laughs> you don't want to lose that. Mm-mm, mm-mm. But in addition to Bernie's master, they also <laughs> lost Benny Goodman, Cab Calloway, 
the Andrews sisters, the Ink Spots, whoever they are, the Mills brothers, Lionel Hampton, Ray Charles, sister Rosetta Tharp, who, by the way, is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but foreigners <laughs> not, <clears throat> Clara Ward, Sammy Davis Jr., Les Paul, Fats wow. Domino, Big Mama Thornton, love her stuff. I've got everything yeah. Big Mama ever Big, did. Big Mama Thornton? Yeah, she's my favorite mm-hmm. artist of all time. Burl Ives, The Weavers, Kitty Wells, Ernest Tubb, Lefty Frizzell, Loretta Lynn, George Jones, Merle Haggard, Bobby Bland, B.B. King, Ike Turner, The Four Tops, Quincy Jones, Burt Bacharach. Keep in mind, these are the master recordings from all of these uh, all of these artists. Gone. Now, you got copies, but you don't have the masters, the originals anymore. Right. Joan Baez, Burt Bacharach, Neil Diamond, Sonny and Cher, The Mamas and Papas, Joni Mitchell, Captain Beefheart. I know you're a big fan of Captain Beefheart, right? <laughs> Captain Beefheart. Yeah. Awesome. Cat Stevens, who is now... Yousef. Yeah, Islam. Yousef. Yousef Islam. The Carpenters, Gladys Knight and the Pips, Al Green, the Flying Burrito Brothers, Elton John, Leonard Skinner, Eric Clapton, Jimmy Buffett, the Eagles, Don Henley, Aerosmith, Steely Dan, Iggy Pop, Rufus and Chaka Khan, Barry White, Patti LaVelle, Yoko Ono, thank goodness. There's one that you think, okay, thank you. Thank you for thank losing you for burning those. those. <laughs> Should have burned that, those a long time ago. I think ago. it was a control burn of Yoko Ono's stuff that got right, out of hand. It got out of hand. Out <laughs> <laughs> they started with Yoko's, and they just they, it just got oh, away from them. Oh, oops. <laughs> Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, The Police, Sting, George Strait, Steve Earle, R.E.M., Janet oh. Jackson, Eric B., and Rakim. This is like every artist Everybody. they've ever signed. yes. New edition, Bobby Brown, Guns N' Roses, Queen Latifah, Mary J. Blige, Sonic Youth, No Doubt, Nine Inch Nails, Snoop Dogg, Nirvana, Soundgarden, Hole, that's not much of a loss either, <laughs> Beck, uh, not Glenn, but the, the artist Beck, uh, Sheryl Crow, Tupac Shakur, Eminem, 50 Cent, and The Roots. Jeez, that is like every artist you've ever heard of. Wow. And their master recordings are gone now. That's really sad. Really something. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. All right, let me tell you about Riduzone. This is something that's working for people. We hear from them all the time about how uh, Riduzone has helped them lose weight, and it can help you as well. It contains uh, OEA. That's a molecule that's present in olive oil and actually present in our bodies naturally. But over time, you know, it lessens, or you just ignore it, and it's not a strong enough signal anymore. So Riduzone strengthens that signal that goes to your brain that you're full and you stop eating. Plus, it's not a stimulant. It doesn't have any caffeine in it. It contains OEA, and that's about it. So go to Riduzone.com. That's R-I-D-U-Zone.com. Get a 30-day money-back guarantee and save 30% on a three-month supply at Riduzone.com. Beware. Is unleashed. So, in one of his discussions with um, with the press, uh, Trump held up a piece of paper that he said was the deal. It's in my hand right now, mm-hmm. and he held up a piece of paper about the deal he made with Mexico. Did he? Yeah. And the press were like, "You didn't hold up. That's not the deal. That's like a blank piece of paper. You fraud!" Oh my gosh, they were going nuts on social media the other day. They're going crazy, mm-hmm. going crazy. So somebody happened to zoom in mm-hmm. 
and enhance the mm-hmm. piece of paper that he held up in his hand because everybody said it was a blank piece of paper. And what was it? Just like a cartoon drawing of himself, like a little stick figure or something? No. Hmm? And it wasn't blank. It actually had some words on it. Okay. Uh, let's take a look here. And if you look very carefully, um, oh. you see the words there. And it says... Yeah, you can read some of that stuff. I, like, I see if the United States determines at its discretion and after consultation... After consultation with Mexico, Mexico. after 45 calendar days... Yeah, so it's obviously the agreement yeah. with Mexico! Yeah, measures adopted. Yeah. Actually, Government of Mexico. Look at that. He did hold it up, and it was the Mexico <laughs> agreement. The press has... I mean, they just they go just, out of their way to destroy him. Uh-huh. They have to criticize every single thing he does. Everything. But yeah, but again, they don't hate him. <laughs> yeah, that means- uh, they love him. They do. I mean, well, they don't love him either. They're Wait, just neutral on they're him. Neutral. They're okay. neutral. Sure, they are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Especially Don Lemon and Jim Acosta. They're oh, yeah. completely, completely yeah. neutral. Don't besmirch those giants. Do we have uh, Trump claiming with the uh, with the? Do we have the <clears throat> original statement he made with the with the press about it was the Mexico agreement? The video of the it? The video of it? Yeah. yeah, let's play that. Hey, he pulled it out of his coat? Look at it, he's holding it. So if you don't like it, is it fake news, Mr. President? There he is, holding it up, see? Mr. President, Mr. President, if you don't okay. like it, is that fake news? Jeez, oh, listen to that. So irritated. Shut up. I mean, think about this. That, that guy, whoever that was... He mm-hmm. had a, he got a press pass. He's really excited about it, you know. Yeah. And he gets out there. He's like, "I'm gonna talk to the president. I'm gonna yell a question at him. Mm-hmm. What's what's if you could ask the president one thing, what would it be? It would be. Uh, let me think. Oh, Mr. President, if you don't like it, that fake news. That's what it would be. But that guy <laughs> has a press pass. <laughs> what in the world? Man? What other question would you ask him other than? If you don't like it, that fake news. It's the only question I could think of. Yeah, it's the best I could do. I mean, on the fly. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Actually, I'd been planning that question for a long time. (laughs) Yeah. If I ever get within shouting distance of the president, that's my question. (laughs) I'll bet. I'll bet he's had that on his mind for because it pisses him off that uh, President Trump calls a lot of things fake news. Well, that if he doesn't like it, a genius comment. Yes. If you don't like it, is that fake news? Yeah, I caught him. I caught him in this. He's going to say yes, and then and then he'll have to <laughs> yeah, resign. He's going to say yes. He's going yes. to say yes. <laughs> That's how I determine when to type fake news because I don't like it. Uh, you got to love it. That guy right you there yelling that it. question may be what brings the president down. Yes. Just shouting that yes. at opportune times. Now, that's why the president left so quickly, because he knew he was caught. <laughs> like, and he was, the only answer he had was yes. This and guy so, to my right's on to me. <laughs> Let me just show him this agreement and get on my, this blank piece of paper and be on my way. <laughs> wow. And it almost worked. He almost had him. Mm-hmm. He almost made this guy resign. <laughs> ah, if only he had another second or two. Mm-hmm. Oh, darn it. Triple eight... <laughs> 93393 and it pat unleashed on Twitter. Uh this is good news. Mm. Rachel Maddow is going to is going to moderate the first Democratic primary debate. Not just her, but also Savannah Guthrie. Oh boy. Chuck Todd. Oh, this is going to be good. And Jose Diaz-Balart of Telemundo. Telemundo. Sure. 
they're going to co-moderate the two nights of debates, June 26th and uh, 27th. So we are now mm. a little under two weeks away from the first Democrat debates. Wow. That's exciting. I Isn't can't that? wait. For, you know, the other day we were talking about how the NFL countdown is on and mm-hmm. college football. Pfft. This is way better than that, right? Forget it. I don't care anymore. Way Democratic better debates. Than that. Yes. I can't wait. Can't wait for Well, there is going to be some fun stuff to talk about afterwards, <laughs> you know, because there's going to be a lot of outrageous, extreme radicalism that spills out of their faces those two nights. And they're all trying to out extreme each other. So it'll be some fun. It'll be so, as long as they're not elected eventually. Will, it'll be fun. Will it be as fun as like a, a random episode of Charles and Charles? No, nothing could be that much fun. Okay. Nothing could be that. I mean, that is more fun than anybody should be allowed to have. <laughs> Meanwhile, um, this is kind of amazing. George Clooney and his wife, is it Amal? I think that's how you pronounce her name. So. Uh, they've got a secret battle there to protect their family from ISIS. <sighs> Apparently, uh, they've got a real threat there because his wife, Amal, works as a lawyer and they're battling ISIS in court right now. So, uh, Clooney has spoken of his fear that his twin kids will be targeted uh, as well as his wife. So they're no longer able, apparently, to take their kids out for walks in the park because oh there's gosh. a bounty on their heads. Really? I didn't, I didn't realize no, I didn't either. that. Uh, I mean, he's a guy who really sticks his neck out there in the yeah, Middle East and you know, Northern Africa and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, he actually does. So, um, that's, oh I mean, he's a left-wing guy for sure. Yeah. But, but he, does, he does put his money where his mouth is, and he... he does seem fairly reasonable from time to time. Yeah, it seems like it. That's what I've heard. He's also unreasonable at points, but mm-hmm. yeah, but you don't want you don't want his family targeted heard that by too. ISIS. No, really sad. No, sad. And that that's still. I mean, they're they've just moved operations. It sounds like uh, ISIS. ISIS. Yeah, yeah. Down, down in Africa. Yeah. Um. And by the way, we just learned that the Nazarene Fund has successfully evacuated one of the most vulnerable survivors ever in its care. A little girl by the name of Christine was captured by ISIS in 2014 when she was three years old. She was held captive for years. And then they finally, we liberated Mosul from the control of ISIS and, uh, and ended that three-year reign there. And they, of course, committed countless of atrocities uh, while they were there. And until now, Christine called a refugee camp home. Her family had been looking for her for five years. Can you imagine? Ever since she was taken from her mother's arms by an ISIS commander. The Nazarene Fund, though, was able to find her and reunite her with her family. And just yesterday, Christine left Missoula with her family. And today they're safely on their way to Australia so they can live free from the persecution and slavery that this poor little girl endured. Incredible. And this is the kind of stuff Mercury One is doing. And we're just weeks away from opening the 12 score and three years ago museum, the unfinished promise of of unity. It opens June 29th at Mercury Studios here, and it dives into the modern problem of slavery and stories like Christine's. So, Please join us during this time. Come come check out this exhibition. It's Can't the best wait. one we've ever done. Yeah. Heard great things of it. They're getting it all set up out here. Yep. Uh, you'll be moved. And 
you'll want to stand up and say, not on my watch. This can't happen. Mercury1.org for your 12 score tickets, or you can call 972-499-4747. But, you know, it's 2019, so maybe just go to Mercury1.org and do it that way. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's a little bit easier for you. Uh-huh. All right. Also, let me tell you about Home Title Lock while we have a second here. Um, we had some important news of the worst, one of the worst data breaches in U.S. history. These keep happening. They happen eh, a couple times a month, probably. And you might want to be aware because one of the largest real estate title companies suffered a breach of nearly 900 million homeowners files. So your home's title, mortgage, bank loans, personal info might be in the hands of identity thieves. And when it is, they forge your home's title so it looks like you sold it to them. Then they take out a loan using your equity and stick you with the payments. Now, no other identity theft program helps you with this. The bank can't do anything about it, and there's no insurance. And you might think, well, I've got LifeLock. Yeah, and that protects you from other forms of ID theft, but not this. The first 30 days after a breach are really crucial. So they're going to give you 30 days of protection for free. Go to HomeTitleLock.com right now and get 30 days of free title and mortgage fraud protection. They'll put a virtual barrier around your online title and mortgage. No obligation, just really great service. Register your address and find out if you're already a victim. And get 30 days of free protection. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. That's HomeTitleLock.com. Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, there's a stunning new poll now that shows just Justin Amash could lose his primary um, to a pro-Trump tr- challenger. I, I, Dude. And I, I don't know why Justin Amash, uh, we, we've reached out to him. Mm-hmm. We want to talk to him. We Email. believe in Justin Amash. Yeah. I really like him. Emails and phone calls. He is a solid conservative with a 100% rating from Freedom Works. The guy is one of the few actual conservatives in office. And I don't know why he won't come on. I, I mean, mean, he, he does a... shun, he kind of shuns the spotlight, yeah. uh, which is the exact opposite of what he was accused of. Um, but we'd love to talk to him. Uh, yeah, so. he's one of the few people that actually lean on the Constitution to make his decisions up there. Definitely. Uh, and he just him. stepped down from the Freedom Caucus. Oh, boy. He was actually a founder of the Freedom Caucus. But they've turned on him. So. Tell him to call us. Yes. Get back in touch. <laughs> Come on, Justin. All right, we'll see you tomorrow. We'll